One of the main advantages of startups is speed. You execute quickly so you can grow faster than your competitors, and then you take the incumbents down, right? That's how the story goes. Well, unfortunately, going fast and executing quickly is a little harder when you're remote because you're not in the same room. You can't get together and whiteboard out a problem, right? Remote makes it a little slower, which really matters for a startup, which is why I'm really excited to introduce our new sponsor for forward-thinking founders, Sidekick. Sidekick is a hardware device that connects remote founders with an always-on video. With Sidekick, you just turn and you talk just as if you're sitting in the same room. It's great for teams that are working on something from scratch and are working all the time founding a company. Luckily, because you're a listener of forward-thinking founders, you get Sidekick for a discount, $5 off per device. So if you're interested in having an in-person feeling, in-person environment with your remote team, feel free to go to sidekick.video slash FTF to get $5 off a device per device. So you could save up to $20, $30, $40 a month by going to sidekick.video slash FTF. So if you're feeling the remote woes, you know where to go. Sidekick.video slash FTF. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical skill yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm excited to talk to Matt Johnson, who's a co-founder of Taskable. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Really good. Thanks for having me on, Matt. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I'm really looking forward to diving into what Taskable does and like how you got started. So people that don't know what Taskable is, what is it? What are you working on? Yeah, so we call Taskable a personal productivity tool. Uh, we aggregate all your tasks, communications, and information into a single view, help you plan and prioritize your day and, uh, so you can always stay focused on the next most important thing to work on. Right, so let's walk through, if I was a user and I wanted to use Taskable, I mean, everyone has this problem of you wake up and it's like, great, where do I invest my time, right? What do I spend my time on and like, what do I do? So how would I use Taskable? Can you walk through the user experience, how the product works, et cetera? Yep, absolutely. So we integrate currently with uh, Slack, Asana, and Gmail, and those are sort of the MVP uh, integrations we set up, uh, partly because that was the, the tools that, and the products that uh, my co-founder Tom and I used. Um, and so what you do is you integrate with those tools uh, for Asana tasks that automatically come into your inbox in Taskable. Um, you can also send emails that have some action item contained in them or a Slack message directly into your Taskable inbox. And the idea is so you can aggregate everything from across these different platforms especially useful if you maybe have multiple teams in Asana or you're using multiple uh, Gmail accounts or multiple Slack 
uh, accounts or, or, or workspaces. Um, so the idea is, yeah, so you know, everything's spread across all these different tools uh, and bring that into one place. Uh, once it's there, you can start to organize it and prioritize things. Um, it's relatively simple stuff for the time being, and it's very much sort of user-driven. So you, just, you decide you know, how big of an effort is this task, how big of an impact does it have, you know, how much does it move the needle on what I'm working on, and then um, you use it just to sort of put things into your today list. You know, we put the things at the top of the list that are in scope, so they're due relatively soon, and, and the highest impact, lowest effort uh, stuff goes to the top, and it just helps you sort of you know, cut down on the clutter. You have probably a year's worth of tasks in your inbox to do. Um, you're never going to get to them. So we want to make it easy for you to pick the, the right things off the top of that list, but also to sort of declutter it and to, you know, remove things that don't spark joy anymore and, and um, you know, feel, feel okay about, you know, saying uh, this task that's not really that impactful and doesn't really help me uh, achieve any of my goals. I can just, just get rid of this. It's not important anymore. So it sounds like you've thought a lot about some of the nuances of like building something like this, right? Like the highest impact, lowest effort, like you can't get it all done in a day, et cetera. I'd love to just kind of hear a little bit of the origin of the story and why you decided to work on this and how you decided to make some of this product decisions. Absolutely. So, so yeah, Tom, my co-founder and I were working together at a startup. Uh, we left there last summer um, and we found ourselves sort of in the world of freelancing, working in agencies. So Tom, uh, he's, a, he's, he's a software developer. He was working um, across multiple Jira boards, across multiple Slacks. Similar with me, I was, you know, I was involved in advising and, and freelancing with, with several startups. So I had, I think at one point, four Asana um, teams. I had four Gmail accounts. I had four Slacks. I had Trello boards. I had um, just all this information, all these tasks sort of spread across these tools. Um, and, you know, when I sat down to start my day, start my day and think about what's, you know, what's the most important thing I can be working on right now, I had to spend, you know, an hour or two just flipping across, context switching across these various products. Uh, it, killed, it killed my productivity. It, it made my day stressful. Even when I started working on something, I didn't know necessarily, you know, where, if, where all the information was contained. You know, I remember there was a Slack message related to this and I, to this, you know, update the website task and I jump into Slack and never really get, distracted by a cat gif and then start playing my weekend with someone uh, and before I knew it sort of hours just went down the drain just trying to find the information I needed across these various tools so that's that's where we started with um, so it was really on this aggregation side how do you bring everything into one place uh, what we learned is um, over time is you know great bring everything into one place but then you know when you create this huge backlog in that one place then what you're doing is just you're putting that digital color somewhere else uh, and so the, when we talk to users early on, they're like, this is great. You know, what I feel every day though is chaos. And I don't know whether I've actually done anything important today, whether I've worked on the most important thing. And so what we really learned is, you know, yeah, that aggregation is important, like I said, but, you know, diving into, you know, how do you actually give people control over that information? How do you actually make it simple for them to pick the most important things? But also at the end of the day, you know, control some of that chaos, but it's, at the end of the day, sort of look back and say, did I work on the most important things? Was, you know, did I spend my time? Um, achieving what I was trying to achieve and, and you know, not getting bogged down in, in sort of small, you know, low impact stuff, but actually, but actually working on, on, you know, the things that help you move in the right direction. Yeah, that makes sense. And it, it, it's a cool way that you kind of brought it into life. I have a question about specifically how it works with Slack. So I, mm -hmm. I, I'm not in right at this moment. I'm not in too many Asana boards and kind of Jira, Jira environments, but I am in a lot of Slacks. And I know that plenty of people are also, like you mentioned, in all the, the above. But how does this work with Slack? Like, does this work with, like, when you get a message, it comes into here? Or is there a to-do function in Slack? I'm really curious of how, you know, this augments Slack, because it's a pain. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, so the way it currently works is we're sort of, initially when we started working on this, we thought we'd have to automate this so that people, you know, we extracted messages that have some action item contained in it from Slack and Gmail and these various other sort of communication tools. What we learned is a lot of people, the workflows they use is they use they star messages in Slack that has some to do in it, or they you know star message in Gmail, and then they'd have to go back into those products when they when and try to you know find those starred messages. Um, so we kind of tried to recreate that workflow. So what we do is with Slack, for instance, we, you, you install it on your workspace, um, and then so anyone on that Slack workspace who's who's a Taskable user can use it, um, and you just you hover over a message that has some action item contained in it. Uh, you click on you right click on the sort of elliptical the vertical ellipsis menu and add it to more actions from there. Um, it's a bit clunky at the moment. This is very much an MVP feature. You know, in the future, we want to do slash commands and, and make it super simple and, and low friction to get things in because you know the part of aggregation is, is reducing as much friction as possible. So you know as soon as you think this is something I need to save for later, I can add it in there. But for the time being, you know, you'd sort of right click on the message and add it in. And then when you come back into uh, taskable later, you have a sort of an inbox where you can sort of triage through you know, the Gmail messages you send in, the Slack messages, any new Asana tasks, as well as any, any actions or, or tasks you create natively in, in Taskable. And how did you decide to make it, it sounds like it's cross-team or cross-platform, meaning like I could be on two teams and yeah. use this all in one. That's a pretty, at least from my perspective, a unique insight and unique decision. Why did yeah. you decide to build it in that way? Yeah, it really boiled down to us being sort of freelance and, and not having, so, you know, leaving a startup where I was one of the co-founders and I got to sort of you know, pick all the, you know, internal tools we use. And so it really sort of fit my workflows. Um, and, you know, and if, if you have good tools, it kind of solves a lot of these problems. But when you go out into the world and, and maybe you're cross-functional or you're a founder with a side project, uh, but working a full-time job or, you know, the freelance or an agency, you have multiple clients, you don't just get to pick one tool to use and, and you don't even necessarily get to pick that or you probably don't get to pick that tool. So you're fitting your workflows into someone else's um, you know, operations and marketing and whatever else stack. So the idea was, you know, how do you, how do you let people keep their same workflows no matter where they are? So going from job to job or client to client or even team to team, um, and you know, letting you know, those collaboration tools are great. Slack, well, I mean, so debatable, but you know, Slack is Slack has a purpose. Gmail has a purpose. Asana and, and these other project management tools that are very much team focused have an absolute purpose for collaboration and sort of keeping an eye on what other people are working on and and you know, sort of how how do you manage dependencies? So when I complete this, you complete that. But as a, as an individual users, you don't you you shouldn't necessarily have to fit your workflows into those tools. You should let those tools sort of fit in. You should sort of have a layer on top of those tools that let you um, manage all that information. And, and again, you know, even if you're using Asana as a project management tool, you're still having conversations around that in Slack. There's still emails coming in from you know clients or your boss or whoever else saying, "Can you can you update this?" or and it's related to some Asana task. And there's no real good way of sort of uh, collating that all together and keeping all that information in one place. So that was the idea: is just you don't you don't get to pick your tools necessarily, especially if you're sort of going from client to client or have multiple. Uh, gigs or, or you're wearing multiple hats. So we kind of we need a product that sort of layers on top of that and brings everything into one place for you And then like one last question on the product um, I feel like anyone could use this right like this is a tool that that anyone in Using software could use so I'm curious for you. How have you decided how to prioritize who to market this to or who's your ideal persona right now? Um, and then how do you like see that growing over time? Yeah, that's actually a, a really good question that um, I think maybe um, that that's certainly evolved over time. So it started with 
freelancers because we were started working on this as a side project and we we're both freelancing or, or working for an agency. Um, as the products evolved and we've gone more full time with it, um, we're certainly, um, and, and still, you know, I, I do a bit of advising um, with, with a company. So I, I still have sort of multiple hats, but very much sort of in the, you know, now founders. Um, so it's in a way it's sort of slightly evolved. We're solving our own problem, which is nice. So we sort of think of our, our target user as people like us, um, which makes building the products, I think, much more fun. And, and it's, you can trust your gut a little bit more, I think. Um, so yeah, so it sort of started with a freelancer because that was where the problem was most acute. But when we started, and that was you know more when we we're focused on that disaggregation side. But now that we're really focused on that prioritization side again, because sort of that's where um, the users uh, led us to. I think it, that's a problem, like you said, for everybody. We're really focused on you know founders um, or people working at early stage startups. Uh, I think partially just because that's that's who we are, and it's it's. Um, it gives us a bit more insight into what features are most important and what we should be working on and prioritizing ourselves in, in terms of the product roadmap. Um, and also it, it just makes um, growing uh, you know, our user base a bit more straightforward because you know, a lot of the stuff we're doing to, for, on the growth side is, is content directed at founders. And it's really just talking through our experience in building a startup and things that work for us. And you know, how, do we, how, do we do, how do we do our content marketing strategy? And how do we, you know, how do we market the product in, in the communities we're a part of in the right way? And things like that. So I think it, just really sort of following our own our own uh, gut in a lot of ways, and, and focus on people like ourselves, and it, it makes it a bit more straightforward. I think at this early stage to build the right features, but also how to grow the product, um, and sort of who our target market is, and, and knowing them very well because because it's us. Yeah, it's definitely. I agree that it's very fun to build a product for yourself, and and ideally there's thousands or millions of other people like you, and in this case there is right. You're so many people are founders, so that's awesome. Yeah. So let's let's say you get all of them right, and then like you expand the market and you just grow to be super big. In ten years, what would you say this could become, or what will this look like? Or I guess in other words, what's your vision um, for for Taskable? Yeah. So I mean, there's two main things we're we're focusing on um, in in the near term, especially. Uh, so I think the first is uh, speed. So the ability. So you know, like I was talking about earlier. You aggregate everything in one place. You create all this. You, you create another another place to create digital clutter, and we're trying to make it as quick as possible for you to organize that. So everything should be lightning fast. There should be zero friction in terms of how you sort of organize your inbox and put things where they need to be, and then also how you sort of triage things out of your of, of your um, your to do list. Uh, so that's sort of in the, that's sort of in the shorter term. In the medium, sort of longer term, really making this more intelligent. So are you able to, you know, like I was saying earlier as well, you know, when you're in Slack, you have to manually sort of push things out. Is there a way that we can start to just layer this on top of, of the, the products and platforms you're using and be able to sort of extract information from those when it's relevant. So, you know, it's related to something you're working on or there's some new action item contained in, a, in an email message. And so rather than you having to sort of start in those products and bring them into Taskable, can you use Taskable sort of as your portal into those uh, different products? So I think there, there's a lot of opportunity there just to, to you know, treat it sort of like almost an operating system for for the sort of all these different products you can use at work. So, you know, we're, everyone's now using I think the average is ten different uh, uh, SaaS tools in, in their job. Um, can you use this to sort of bring those all in one place and treat it as sort of the command center that just gives you quick access to those products when you need them, but lets you sort of organize and plan your day um, in those products. Um, I think additionally, um, an opportunity to to go more down the enterprise route. And again, uh, as I was saying, you know, it's, it, we know founders and we know how to sort of uh, we know where they hang out, and um, we know a lot of the problems they have because those are the same problems that we have. 
Um, it's, we're not necessarily sales or enterprise sales experts. Um, so again, it's, it's nice for us to go for more of a bottom up adoption. I think that will always be the case, but, but certainly can you start to bring this into enterprises um, where they're, you know, I think 20% of, of time is spent searching around your various, um, uh, your various uh, software tools, trying to find the latest version of, of a document or trying to find the latest communication or trying to find some whatever documentation you need to get something done. So certainly starting, starting here in this founder startup, you know, freelancer space, but eventually I think, um, can this, can this apply, um, no matter what size organization. And to make that happen, you'll need some help, right? Like you'll, you'll probably need more employees, obviously tons of customers, maybe investors if you're trying to raise capital. But I, what I can guarantee you is you'll need help from the forward thinking founders community. And luckily they're right here. They're ready to help. So for my last question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help you make your vision happen and make, you know, push it along a little bit, you're looking for customers, are you hiring, fundraising? How can we help? Yeah, absolutely. So I, most importantly, uh, please come, uh, try out the product. So come to taskfulhq.com and you can pre-register there or even better, just send me an email, matt at taskfulhq.com. We're still doing uh, video onboards with people just because you know, we're in closed beta and trying to get as much feedback and hands-on um, uh, um, advice and, and feedback on the product as possible. So that's one, that's most important. Uh, we're also planning a small pre-seed round as well. Um, so you know, get in touch with me on that, uh, matt at taskfulhq.com. And for those wondering, I know for the last couple of years, you've been listening to Matt with one T, but this is Matt with two T, the <laughs> double T in the email. Well, Matt, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Really appreciate it. You're building like a very, like something that I think is needed, but hasn't been obvious that this is the solution. Like cross, like cross team, cross company is really unique. Yeah. So I wish you the best of luck building this out. And um, thanks again for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me and, and excited to, to meet some of the forward thing founder community.